Welcome to this very special episode of Animal Wise. I'm Lauren McCall, author, podcaster, and speaker. And I'm Bertha Eddington, a podcaster also, and a digital marketing professional, and much more. And today, we are very excited to have our first ever podcast guest, mm -hmm. uh, Christina Smith. She is a speaker, author, teacher, founder of the Subtle Energy Center, and president of the award-winning Yoga for the Book Brain series. We, and I can keep going on, but that would take the rest <laughs> of the podcast. So, <laughs> Christina, will you uh, say hello to our audience and... Well, hello, everyone, and thank you so much, Lauren and Bertha, for inviting me. I appreciate it. We're delighted you're here. And today, um, one of the reasons we asked Christina to join us in particular was because we're going to talk about the theme of interconnectedness. And if you listen to our podcast, you'll see it's a, a really recurring theme um, between mm -hmm. the animals, their, their connection with the earth, their connection with us our connection with the whole shebang together. And I know that is something that Christina also has done in studying mind-body connection um, oh, for many, many years now. I think we'll probably start it off here by, Lauren, will you share with us um, what we could call yep. the song of Mother Earth and talk to us about the, this message? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to share um, some thoughts that a Japanese giant salamander had about interconnectedness and the interweaving of species. Um, and for those of you who don't know, and really how many people do know about Japanese giant salamanders, mm -hmm. they're quite, quite amazing. And they can grow up to five feet long or 1.5 meters if you're in the metric world. Um, they live in the rivers uh, uh, in around in, uh, Japan. Now, this particular wise soul lives in a zoo in Tokyo. So, I will begin. The salamander is speaking and says, I am one of the last of an ancient species. Look at me closely. You may not see me much longer. I asked, What do you want people to know about you? Salamander replied, When you lose species, the vibration of the earth changes and can never be reclaimed. Everything is a vibration, and we all, in the natural world, create a harmony. It is the song of Mother Earth. Humans are destroying so much, so many natural voices are silenced. I do not know what this world will look like soon. But there will be places of silence where species with wisdom once lived. Look and listen now. Time is running out. So I think that's kind of an incredible uh, message. And I have to say that in my experience of over 20 years talking to animals of a lot of different species, um, although they're certainly not all as eloquent as this salamander, this concept of interconnectedness and the interweaving of species and the concern for the natural world is something that um, comes up quite, quite often. And Christina, I know that that is a major part of your studies 
Can you give us some thoughts on, of, of yours on the interconnectedness and, and the warning and the message that the salamander sends out? Well, here's my feeling is, yes, we are all interconnected and we are finding that out more and more. The more connected we become through the means we have developed over the last 20, 30 years that have connected us humans in ways that we have been unable to connect previously. For example, such as this podcast, such as this podcast, mm-hmm. such as social networking. I mean, now where you're able to connect with people we will never meet who live uh, halfway around the world from us. And that's pretty mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, additionally, uh, in the interconnectedness realm, things that happen in the world can no longer be swept under the rug like they used to be able to as well. <laughs> because mm-hmm, we, are, mm-hmm, we, right. we, we are all communicating. And then uh, brilliant people like Lauren uh, have hmm. developed ways to connect with other species as well as humans, which certainly I would imagine that almost everyone here has connected with a plant or an animal, or Mm -hmm. a rock, or felt some affinity for water, or fire, or Mm -hmm. earth, or water. And once you start to connect through your senses beyond thought, then the world becomes very interconnected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point. You know, we we talk about the animals, but, but you're right, it's it's the water. It's um, even a rock. I mean, there's. I'm. I'm a very big crystal collector, crystal and stone collector, and I. I feel that they're very powerful, and it is kind of a group harmony. Mm-hmm. Are uh, you- well, and as the salamanders. Oh, excuse me, Bertha. No, I'm sorry. That's okay. Go. No, um, as the salamander said, everything is a vibration. And we all in the natural world create a harmony, and it's, it is the sum total of that vibration that creates the harmony that the salamander's talking about. Right. right. Yeah. And I believe that uh, we are all part, if you think about the earth as uh, one planet, which is how you see it from space, each, per, each element has its own vibration to contribute that makes the whole. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's right. Yeah, and I and I think that's why the the concern about, uh, you know, from the animal side and many 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 millions of people, the concern that you know we are <clears throat> unpicking this interwoven fabric, and of course, what we'll end up with is is a planet that looks and feels different. I don't think there's any question of that. Well, and, and that's true as as. Sp- Things have evolved over the millennia and mm-hmm. the millions mm-hmm. of years. Uh, the iterations of the one Earth have changed dramatically since, um, say, three three thousand before the Common Era. I mean, species mm-hmm. have come evolved in and evolved out, and hu- uh, including humans. Uh, one thing I mm-hmm. just wanted to, to toss out here is, uh, mm-hmm. I think that right now we're at the brink of considering the the world through um, a form of speciesism, and we might be on the brink of considering that as a form of, I don't know, a prejudice, where humans have this superiority complex. And I think that 
because of the work of people like you, Lauren, and people who are working with the plants and the animals and the other elements who are bringing forth their unique intelligences and gifts, at some point in time, we're going to look back and say, well, why did we ever consider trees mm -hmm. not equivalent to humans or mm -hmm. animals? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, I think you make such a good point. Um, and, you know, certainly there are people whose work is far with a far greater reach than mine. But to me, um, Christina and Bertha, uh, I, I think this raises the point about consciousness, because now there's so much discussion about whether or not animals have consciousness or higher consciousness, which, of course, they do. Um, but but in the scientific world, this is still a bone of contention. But I, I think that's all a part of it. Don't you think so? Well, I, I do think that well, it's also how you define consciousness. If you look mm -hmm. at consciousness from a human-centric perspective, you'll have a different answer than if you look at a more global consciousness of mm -hmm. all of, of the one planet of the whole, the whole entity of our beingness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, you, you know, I, I would like to ask or throw out the, the topic of the, uh, you know, our inevitable these days, the global, not, not, sorry, not global warming, climate change is the correct term, and how that is leading to more destruction and change of habitat. And, and we do talk about that, um, in our podcast generally, but I know, Christina, you, you are more of a glass half full person, which I appreciate and wonder what your thoughts are with that in relation to animal earth being rocks connect connectedness. Um, my thoughts on that are it's, it's hard to know the big picture when you're in the middle of the fishbowl. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I can comment on what I think the big picture is, but I do know that there are forces on all sides uh, speaking for, you know, evolution through either shifting the environment or not shifting the environment and shifting population centers or not shifting population centers or making dams or not making dams there because there are it's so duality based because it's either x or y somewhere mm -hmm. there's got there's that middle point of oneness and wholeness what do you think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree and i think that place of oneness and wholeness is is a vibration. I mean, it's a commonality, it's a consciousness that we can all tap into, you know, a kind of a band where we can, um, and I mean a vibratory band, where we can all feel comfortable with each other and coexist in a, in a peaceful and um, supportive way. Well, I, that's another thing we, that comes up a lot in our discussions, and that is the um, growth and the need for mindfulness and, and meditation and the need to reflect and go within. And we know a lot of the discussions that Lauren has shared with us, the animals are very, very thoughtful. Now, sometimes they're just fun and, and goofy, and that reminds us to be fun and goofy. But there, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of that looking inward, which is, Christina, what I feel you're saying is that we don't really control the big pictures. So we look to ourselves and to maybe generate that peace and connectedness from within ourselves. I don't want to put words in your mouth. 
Well, that's one of the reasons that uh, I invited Lauren to be a co-author on Animal Wisdom Word Search Yoga for the Brain. And uh, the giant salamander conversation is in there. It's actually puzzle number 52. Because <laughs> it um, it's important that we, you know, ultimately when you get down to it, you, the only person you can change is yourself. And mm-hmm. you can change the way you interact with you, the world. You can change the way you uh, engage or perceive what's going on. And the more that you get to know yourself as best as you can through mindfulness, and which means taking some time to sit and be quiet mm-hmm. and listen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. S- just a. Notice that there are many ways to perceive things and you get to make a choice as to how you choose to perceive things. If you can take a breath and take a moment to be with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of the famous uh, quote from Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, and, and where he says that it's between action and reaction that you have that moment that defines who, who you are and who you become. And, yeah. and I, I, I agree. And I think, you know, especially after our recent tumultuous times and, and, you know, certainly the pandemic that none of us ever thought we'd see and people are feeling possibly a little bit of PTSD that, uh, yeah, that theme of going within and reflecting and reconnecting with ourselves and with nature and, and with the animals and everything is really a thing to focus on right now. And, and I, I would the opportunity. Oh, sorry, Christina, go ahead. I, I just a really quick comment is that mm-hmm. that space that Victor Frankel is talking about is really a breath. A yeah, breath right. is all it takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Because I think sometimes people get frightened off. You know, there are a lot of people who meditate, but there are more people who don't. And there are a lot of people who find it you know, challenging to do that and to find the time and to find that place of stillness. But I think what we're all talking about and what we're all saying, if I'm not mistaken, is that it's just a matter of pausing, right? Well, any any moment, any taking of breath, any time you look around and just be fully present to what's around you um, can create that space that we're looking for where create where connection is created. Well, and animals yeah, are and, such are great teachers in mm-hmm. that regard. Yeah, yes, they, they are. They are. I and and I think that there's more than one way to meditate. Um, I you know I I remember taking a meditation class one time, and it was a very nice intimate group class, and I just could not get into it. And finally, the teacher just looked at me and said, "Go home and just stare at your dog." Man, <laughs> and and she was right. That was the piece, and that was the the serenity I, that, that I needed at that moment. And I think taking a walk can be a meditation. There's just so many different things that can connect us. Yeah. And I know when I walk around my, my beautiful neighborhood and I see all the mm-hmm. beautiful trees and flowers and the foliage, and it just lifts my spirits. And I see people walking their, their dogs, and it reminds me we're all, we're all together, and it is all beautiful, really. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Christina, any closing thoughts, any further bits of wisdom or advice for our friends today? 
I would uh, just advise you to do exactly what our brilliant hosts have said. Take a moment, pause, connect, and en- enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I invite everybody, Christina has a website, christinasmith.com. And she also, as I mentioned, is the um, president of Yoga for the Brain books, of which Lauren had co-wrote one, as we discussed. And you're welcome to go to yogafortheBrain.com uh, to look for those great, uplifting, fun, brain-stimulating books. Yes, Absolutely. It's a brilliant series. There's a lot there to just have play, have fun, and enjoy. Well, yeah. And, and, you, can, and you can read 60 of Lauren's amazing animal communications in her book, Animal Wisdom <laughs> Word Search, Yoga for the Brain. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to Christina for taking the time to be with us today and sharing her very incisive and enlightened thoughts. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Christina. And we want to thank everyone um, who's listening to us today on our Animal Wise podcast. And we invite you, if you enjoyed our podcast, to please leave a review uh, and, and subscribe to us. And please let your friends know. Um, even animal-loving strangers, you know, about our podcast, and that they can listen to it on any platform from Apple to Spotify to Google and more. And we appreciate you being here today, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.